0: So if we say we are truly to be free then we need to look to ourselves and within ourselves and figure out what it is that we need because only we know what we need and then just cater to that and cater to what we need at the time to function and get to the next level. The the people who fought for our freedom away from colonialism that was just the first step and we just sort of stopped from there we just like okay yay we're free we can all vote now and that's it we we literally just g- <laughs> we literally gained the power to vote and inclusion and in conversation and that's about it I don't I when I'm when I look at it I don't see what the African gained from independence or so-called independence from, from colonizers I mean we still use their monetary system we still use their schooling system our militaries are set up the way that they set up their militaries the way they prepare for things is the way that they everything is still is, everything is still their way and we don't even—I mean, we don't even have our own products as a people that we use as Africans. I—I me- I remember reading an article of a ch- of a of, of a child. I think he was sixteen in Kenya, who made a a version of Google, which is uh, you know internet-based search engine, and it was going to be an African-based system and <laughs> and he got called by and, he, and the FBI went went to him and and shut it down and the question is why 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 would you do that come on like why would you do that if we are truly free why is the invention of things a problem when we invent our own things when you look at what happened recently now with the coronavirus and the president of madagascar he was saying you know why why do we even still use european medicine when it is not good for us that i think anyone who's ever had any type of illness can testify to it i'm not saying that their medicine is completely completely crap my problem is the added things that they put into their medi- into their medicine it is not pure medication it is done for profit it's done to keep us you know holding on long enough to keep coming back there is so the president of Madagascar was saying Let's, let us as Africans find ways that are African to cure our people and see where that leads us because now we're in a situation where imagine if we as the Africans find a cure for coronavirus not, not a medication but a cure to get rid of it completely do we honestly honestly think that Europeans and the rest of the world are going to take it because first of all they're going to have to pay a lot of money and this virus has infected so many people so imagine the vaccine the amount of vaccines that need to come out of this continent then and who's going to be benefiting from it. Um, and the fact that when he said that, the type of response that he got from WHO and, and the Europeans and stuff was was troubling because that to me showed us or showed me that there is no place for Africa within their system. We, ha- we have to completely, we have to face reality that we are not wanted the way that we think we're wanted. We're only wanted for our resources and our land. And that's it. And that is... That's the truth. If you really look at how everything... Not just the coronavirus and how it's working out. But just everything in general. Whenever an African invents something... A black African invents something. Or a black African does something of... Of greatness, of stature. We are constantly shunned and put aside. And there's always a question oh, but, and that's just not with Africans, that's with Af- African Americans, that's with South Americans, that's with anyone with, with who's heavily melanated. I mean, if you also, if you think about, there's a, there's a man, Dr. Shiva, he invented emails, right? He, he's an Indian, born and raised in India, then he moved to the States when he was young, his parents, his family moved there. And, you know, if you if you, if you look for him, you'll find his story, but basically, what happens in the end is he he works and figures out um, email, the system of email. Then he programs it. I think he was he did that before he was like twenty one or something, and he programmed it into computers just when the dot com boom was happening. And you know, he gave it out. He's like, "Well, here's email." And if you look at <laughs> if you look at magazines that came out around that time it was credited to people that looked like uh, you know your typical nerd in movies you know exactly what what i mean (laughs) i don't want to say anymore (laughs) but those are the people that were credited people i don't even i don't even know their names as they were credited as people who invented the email when they weren't he he put in the patent and he it got approved and he did it but because he was so he's particularly dark um and, and he's not the image of, of, of advancement. And that's that is the truth of of where it is. And I'm I'm pretty sure you've never even heard of of Doctor Shiva. <laughs> all those e- all those emails we keep sending and and we don't even recognise you know, um, the incredible man that, that made them. And by the way, Doctor Shiva was also like he fought against apartheid. I think uh, I think he went to MIT. I could be wrong, but he used to hold like protests over there, and he was protesting with South Africans, particularly, so that we could get our freedom and independence. So he's a pretty incredible man. If you do get the chance, go check him out. But in any case, my point was, it does not fit within the narrative. Because if you look at the greatest um, inventors of technology, there isn't a single black person. Which makes me wonder, we have, (laughs) we've existed for so long. You can't, you cannot tell me there isn't an invention that we've done that changed everything. And we all know that all these... we the Africans we will admit that we have done some incredible things they still haven't figured out how we did pyramids they haven't figured out how we I mean we taught them how to read the stars and everything else but there is no credit and the reality is within colonialism we will never be great we will never be great what they'll do now with this whole Black Lives Matter movement is they will open up a little space for us to exist in they'll open up a little space for us to have a voice but also monitored and also watered down you can't you can be black but not too black and i mean i re- <laughs> i was reading an article the other day about um coca-cola coca-cola has pulled its plug it had pulled its plug from facebook advertising and because of of the whole black lives matter movement and the fact that facebook does not regulate racism on its platform that it allows people to be racist even though they say they fact check everyone but they don't do anything (laughs) But, but um they came out and they said look if facebook doesn't up its game they will not advertise on their platform and Facebook, I think, within the space of two days, lost lost like a billion dollars or something. But that was what was that's the narrative that was pushed. And Coca Cola looked like, oh my goodness, wow, these people—they're actually standing up for for Black Lives and 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 the image. But at the same time, when that was happening, there was an article that was released, and in that article, it clearly it stated that Coca Cola has i think 40 percent more marketing they do 40 percent more marketing in black communities in poor communities in order to continue feeding them refined sugar and create the unhealthy um and 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 make people continue to be unhealthy so does mcdonald's you know or at least this is in america let's just let me just say that at least that's in the states um that all of these these poor communities, because the, f- the 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 fast food industry there is so cheap if you're poor, it is so cheap. And we're fortunate here in South Africa that at least our government, you know, they cut down on the sugar and, and all of that, so that, that helps us. But I found that to be a very interesting um reality that in the front they, s- they this is what they were saying, they were doing, and it seemed so noble, but if You really (laughs) if you look at the right place you realize the truth is that they don't care you know um but i'm just i'm just trying to to make you see the reality of the situation is that we only have ourselves and we should stop depending on other people to save us i think this is where the religion comes in i think because we're so used to having a white savior we will always be looking for a white savior if we're under the mentality of colonialism, the whole point of African spirituality, is that you take responsibility for yourself and your community and your actions and you suffer the consequences after that. And I think once we get to a place where we're no longer waiting for a saviour and we know that we can only save ourselves, I, I really think that's where we will be able to take charge of our own education. We will be able to to feed ourselves. I mean, if you look, even look at at um, at what we eat, fast food. People, I don't know how huh? fast food situation is not even us. Like we're supposed to cook. <laughs> we're people that cook, and we eat from the earth and we eat from 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 the land, and that is what makes us live longer and healthier. Why we're stronger and whatever. But that's that's just one of the things that our health needs to also. that our health is also a big part of um, our spirituality and that's why I I brought up the the president of Madagascar is because he was he is advocating that you know Africa needs to leave who And, and all the unions and all these other things that were set up by colonizers to keep control of us and Africa African Union is a great step but we need to create a health organization for Africans we need to create a financial situation um, organization for Africans we need to start looking into these things and whoever's listening to this if you're interested in in finance please <laughs> please find a way for us to barter or, or trade and the African way find a way that works for Africans I I, I don't think Africa will will ever the people of Africa will ever be free, truly until we take everything into our own hands um, so I'm I'm glad that I got to actually bring this out and, and I, I'm hoping that this perspective or this reality is something that maybe you've thought about that it's something you you've been wondering about Um, And I just want you to know that I'm with you. That I am aware. And I can see what's happening. I'm just hoping that someone out there. Even if it's one person. Someone out there. Here's what I'm saying. Um, Again I'm not fighting. I'm not against. I'm only against things that threaten my destiny. And my people's destiny. And. The. People imposing themselves onto us. Um, my 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 biggest concern is that, just like the Tasmanians, if we don't step up, we are going to be extinct as a people, our language, our tribe, and that that is something I I cannot stand. This is why <laughs> uh, one of the reasons I started this this podcast really is to make sure that i tell someone anyone that will listen and will actively do something i'm um, um right now i'm in a mode of self preservation as i think we all should i think right now africans should be in in a in a state where we're f- we fight for ourselves yes the first step has been done we've gotten an uh, in inverted commas our freedom at least now we're part of the conversation now what are we going to do with with this conversation you know um which is tricky it's it's such a tricky thing but it's quite easy as well people just we just need to unite if african if africa and africans can just unite and when i say africans i mean native people if we can just unite we can we can set ourselves free and we can stop depending on other people to save us and we can educate ourselves and grow and build and exist and exist the way that we were supposed to, the, the way that we're meant to and not a spirituality of in terms of your well-being but spirituality in terms of how we live and look, I know I'm not saying we must let go of everything <laughs> of everything. <laughs> I'm not saying we must let go of everything. No, I'm just I'm just trying to show you how how indoctrinated we are, how deep this thing runs. And hopefully there is a solution. I think there is, but that's just me. But anyway, um I'll definitely continue this conversation at some point. I just wanted to just throw this out there to whoever needs to hear it. Other than that, thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Princess Pamela Zulu. And this has been the Soul Journey Podcast.